0: The Big Scottish Football Podcast, with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello
1: and welcome to episode 66 of the Big Scottish Football Podcast. Nice easy one this week. In bingo terms, 66 is... Is it something to do with the omen? No. Clickety-click 66. Probably the one of the most
2: famous ones. Yeah, but 66... Six, oh, it's... Th- it's six, three sixes six, six 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 is the mark of the beast 66. Did you ever see the movie The Omen? Yeah I've seen it Dan, Is that Damien? Damien and I they, They've got um, There's a mark on the back of the neck That's the mark of the beast Turn around and, uh, No I'm, I don't have it mate And it's well, six, six 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 Well have no
1: problem showing me then Well I'll, I'll show you if you want me to turn around yeah, You turn, see my neck Turn around Your hairline goes quite far down Yes it does Yeah I could quite easily grow a mullet if I wanted oh my God, you should grow a mullet. Do you want me to? That would be amazing <laughs> if you grew a mullet. And a tash, like an Australian. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be brilliant.
2: Do you think that the mark... See the mark of the beast, is 666 thing. Do you think that the, the devil exists? Do you n- think the... the, the, n- no. the de- as in, no. like, horns... Nah. Lives no. Lives in the fire? No. Nah. And if you're a bad boy, you go to the fire?
1: No. 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 Because I think that was made up to scare people. I think that, pretty... Kay. Open and shut case there. Anyway, big social any, football podcast. If, if there's any religious people out there, ah well, I mean each to their own. I'm not saying I'm not saying for people not to follow religion; they can do whatever they oh, want. Oh no, I, I totally 100. percent But it just it's not for me. Here's the thing,
2: though, right? See, five hundred years from now, yeah. See Harry Potter.
1: Mm-hmm. Will people believe no. that Harry Potter was real? No. No, they won't. But because people know now. The reason that people... No, but
2: 500 years from now, it could be a different race of people as in a different generation no. of people. No. What if we all get wiped out and then a new... Well, gen-
1: you're, you're adding arms and legs onto this. Okay,
2: now? okay, let's just say, right, say a thousand years from now. Right, so now we're a thousand we're, years ahead. A thousand years, right. So so we as a as a, as a a humanity has yeah. wiped out because right. we've done something or somebody pressed a button or something went wrong. Somebody or a, pressed a button. Or, or there was a meter right hit us. Like the, right. dinosaurs. Like say, the dinosaurs. Say we're yeah. the dinosaurs... And a meteorite strikes Earth. There's no Bruce Willis to save us, mm-hmm. right? And it strikes Earth and we, we all die. Okay. But there's a few that live, right? And humanity comes back in some form and there's millions of people running around the Earth again a thousand years from now. And like today you have archaeologists In mm-hmm. a thousand years from time there'll be another archaeologist and they find the books of Harry Potter um, buried somewhere.
1: Will they read that and think, that harry potter really existed i think it's highly unlikely that because you're saying the entirety of humanity is going to get wiped out apart from a few people Uh just to suit your argument okay and then what you're also saying is that all technology all books all sort of like Uh remnants of our life just now will also be wiped out
2: yes but a couple of books will be but a couple of harry
1: potter books are going to survive
2: (laughs) But, but listen bones survived Bones survived, and, but, but people, books are made of, wait, of paper. By the way, see the guy that was in Black Adder? Yeah. He played, um, what's the name of the character? Tony, Bondrick. Tony Robinson. Right. He's found bowls and crockery.
1: Yep. Right. It ha- right. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he has. Right. So yeah. he did the, the time team thing on I, Channel 4. I totally remember that. But, right. see, see but he like...
2: found a bowl from like hundreds and thousands of years ago. Right. Right. So what I'm saying is if he can find a bowl tens of thousands... From years ago, that why can't a Harry Bo- Potter book survive?
1: Well, theoretically, a Harry Potter book could survive. Exactly. Right? There's absolutely no reason why that couldn't happen. Exactly. But I think it would be the chances of that happening, everything else getting wiped out apart from a couple of Harry Potter books, <laughs> are probably vanishingly
2: slim. Or what about a Blue Peter box that's been buried?
1: Yeah, like a time capsule. Time capsule. There's a few of them been buried. Yeah, there has been a few of them buried and I'm sure they will be found in thousands of years. I'm sure that will happen. Uh-huh. But I think the chances of us just, like, as a race, forgetting everything that happened uh-huh. and having no knowledge of anything that happened yeah. or no trace of anything that has happened. Like a building. Like, yes, exactly. Because mm-hmm. they'll be like, well, how did they build that? They're not going to look that... Look at the no, em, no, They're no, not no, going to look no. at the empire state and building.
2: You'd, you'd and probably like, find you'd f- probably find a buried car. Yes, and think, oh, what's that? Oh, it looks like a, a vehicle. It, of do some they sort. not say
1: that plastic takes like thousands of years to? Ah. Mm-hmm. So they'll probably find like a bottle of Pepsi. Yeah.
2: And see if we could dig in Antarctica.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We would find a spaceship, but we don't have the technology to dig in Antarctica because okay. I think there are spaceships that our spaceships have crashed in Antarctica and are buried under the snow and ice because obviously we have been here or this planet has been here. Uh, for millions and millions of years, so um, yeah. Anyway, are we bringing this back?
1: Is this your latest conspiracy theory? No, no.
2: no. It's it's like it's one hundred percent guaranteed that there will be evidence that we've been visited, and it's going to be in Antarctica. I've got no doubt about it but we'll never know because we don't got the technology to dig under the ice
1: well that's a, a mental statement no there isn't what you, was just saying. You, also, said you, you said what, I, you, well, can, you can 100% guarantee, guarantee yeah but we need to find but, it but we'll never know so therefore you can say anything and then go but we'll never know so I, never mind I
2: also think there's a civilization living under the ice great
1: okay it was the Euros draw <laughs> at the weekend and what a draw it was for Scotland it is the opening match it's box office it's blockbuster it's Germany versus Scotland Friday the 14th of June 8pm kickoff in Munich and we'll go on to play Hungary we'll go on to play Switzerland as well but let's start with the opening game when we were going we were on air when the draw was happening on the big Saturday football show and we were all trying to pick the best draw the worst draw I think we we both agreed that we wanted to avoid England and we wanted to avoid France those were the two those were the two from Port A that we'd really really not like to play Mm -hmm. but Potty was, you know, Much stacked of a with quality. Yeah. Portugal in there, Belgium, um, and obviously we have drawn Germany, who are on probably their worst run of form in a generation – um, they've lost something like six of the last ten games, and they're playing poorly. They're playing extremely poorly. They've been their manager Hansi Flick. Uh, Julian uh, Nagelsmann is now the manager. He's lost two, he won, he drew one, and lost one to Turkey. Yes, exactly. So I mean, he's obviously a, a top class manager. Was Bayern Munich manager and stuff like that as well. And you would expect by the time they get round to next summer, they'll be a wee bit better. But going into that match, all the pressures on Germany. Yes. That is a free hit for Scotland in so many ways because we're not expected to beat Germany. No. Um, To be honest, I don't think we will beat Germany, but um, we're not expected to and all the pressure as the host nation is all on them.
2: Right, so when the draw was made on Saturday, we were all together in the studio and we kind of celebrated drawing Germany in opening game because it is going to be a special occasion. It's the Allianz Arena. It's in Munich. 67,000-seater stadium. It's gonna be spectacular. It's gonna be special. And then on Sunday, I had a long hard think about it. And I don't want to be playing an opening game now. Because I think that Germany, first day of the tournament at home, their tournament, I'd rather have a German in the second game. They'll be at it from the from the get go. Listen, don't get me wrong, it'll be amazing. It'll be magnificent. The other reason why I don't like the fact that we're playing an opening game. I was lucky enough to be at the... Part, no, what was that again? What's The it Stade de France. Stade de France in 1998 for the opening game against Brazil where I was working um, in the Middle East um, for Emirates Radio 1 and 2. And I was there. And I've got to say, I was really disappointed in that opening game because it was just full of corporate. Full of corporate people... Um, people who don't really give a toss one way or the other. Sponsors were in there. And you had a pocket Scotland fans over to my left from where we were sat in the main stand. And my concern is, is that this opening game is going to be about corporate, it's going to be about sponsors, and that the real
1: football fans who
2: make those games are not going to get in.
1: So Scotland are going to get 10,000 tickets for every match. And I think that includes the opening match Is as it the well. opening match as well? I think so. I'd yes. like to
2: th- see if that's the case. Then magnificent, brilliant but I'm worried that might not
1: be the case. Um, so I think, like many people listening, I've applied for tickets mm. as well, for, think, for all
2: the matches. But you know the UEFA hierarchy, they'll all be in there with course, their, they, their mums or dads will. or grannies or granddads. They'll be inviting all their pals Listen. and all the sponsors who are there and the beer sponsors, the game consoles and all that stuff and MasterCard possibly. Let, let, and, let's
1: turn it around though. You and Cameron is sponsoring... The Euros at Euro twenty twenty four. Yeah, you and Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever your company does, it digs up UFOs in Antarctica, and you've made that into a multi billion dollar business. Yeah, you and Cameron Industries. You're sponsoring Euro twenty twenty four. Yeah. Then UEFA turn around and they say, right, you're you and Cameron, you're sponsoring this tournament, um, but you're not allowed to come to the opening <laughs> game. But I I think it, I think it's for me.
2: The opening it,
1: game... Isn't that just... That's op- just the way it is.
2: The opening... Well, kind of is, but I do think that the over-service...
1: So, as you and Cameron Industries, the multi-billion dollar company that you've set up in your name, that's digging up UFOs. I would expect stuff in s- it, s- ten tickets. Ten tickets. Ten tickets. <laughs> ten tickets. ten tickets. Ten tickets, cool. for me and my pals. And, and uh, you've spent <laughs> probably £20 million sponsoring this event. Uh-huh. I
2: want the fans to be there.
1: So you would give up your tickets?
2: Well, I wouldn't give up my tickets, no. Right,
1: exactly. But, okay, right, we've reached but the end of
2: the listen, listen, see, on the face of it, to open up the Euros against Germany Great. in Munich, I think it's but see Munich during the day. It's mm-hmm. an eight o'clock kickoff UK time, nine o'clock Germany time. Munich is going to be bouncing. The fan zones are going to be spectacular. I think the fan
1: zones hold something like eighty thousand. Correct. Or so. It's, it's going to be by, brilliant. It's down by the old uh, Olympic Stadium yeah. as well, so that's going to be really cool. You wait. It'll, it'll be really special. So uh, Scotland versus Germany, Friday fourteenth, eight p.m. kickoff. It's been confirmed. The other two matches are eight p.m. kickoffs UK time. Time as well, nine PM uh, German time. So Hungary and uh, Switzerland. Um, we're getting at the group. I, you know, we're getting at the group. We'll need one win. I, I probably wanted to avoid both of them because I think they're quite good. But I think the, they're quite even with us. The, the more I think about it, they're winnable games. Absolutely winnable games. They'll be thinking the same about us Correct. as well, which is fine. But these teams are not going to sit in and defend. No they're going to come out and have a go at us, and I think that suits us. I
2: agree with you. I think it's a fascinating group. It's much of a muchness. Yes, Germany have been shite in recent months, and they're not very good, but it's Germany. Mm-hmm. They'll get it right, and they'll come good probably in the tournament.
1: Well, as long as they come good after the first game, yeah. I couldn't really care but less.
2: I, I, so I think it's much of a muchness. So I think we've got a great chance of getting out that group, and I think one win against Switzerland or Hungary
1: gets us out of that group. As long as we don't have a heavy defeat in there as well. I th- I would fancy our chances of beating one of them and if we can p- pick up a point elsewhere... Again,
2: 100% guarantees you four th- points will definitely th- get th- Then group. I think we'll be through. So, um,
1: yeah. Annual leave, if you haven't booked it yet. <laughs> so, uh, the day before the first group game until after the last game. It's Thursday the 13th of June through to Monday the 24th of June. Um, so... I did read that out of every team in the tournament, Scotland have the second longest distance to travel oh, between games. Um, I don't think that's going to matter too much because we've got plenty of gaps in between, and especially we us playing the Friday yeah. before everyone else.
2: And the train service in Germany is second to none. Uh, and there's some amazing cities that are hosting the Euros as well.
1: The, this is I, what I was saying. Like even, like even I, 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 We've booked all our accommodation now as well. We did it over the weekend. Um, but... Obviously, the main places, like, you know, we're playing in Munich, Cologne, Stuttgart. I don't think there's much in Stuttgart, to be honest. I don't think it's much of a city. Right. Um, It was where the Mercedes, or it's where the Mercedes factory is. And that's why it it sort of got built around that more than anything. But Cologne's meant to be really nice. Um, There's loads of places up on that sort of um, west side of Germany. But the good thing is there's tons of accommodation like you don't have to stay in the hotels you can stay in Airbnbs you can stay pitch in, up in a tent and rentals and you can rent a camper van like yep. in terms of a country to host a major tournament Germany is probably one of the best I'd put it up there with like you know the like, USA who the, do a good
2: job in hosting you, you, tournaments
1: USA would be great but obviously you've got the distances yes, to travel yeah. in between England would be great France. as well France you know all these yes. big countries are used to hold hosting big major international events and uh like I know there's lots of people will be looking at Munich and thinking, God, there's not much left. But see if you just look at the places that are just around, around Munich, it, yeah. And you can get trains in, in about twenty minutes mm-hmm. and they cost peanuts. So- I did
2: notice the other day there that somebody had been looking at flights to Munich in and around the opening game. Flying from Scotland to Munich, seven hundred pound. So, as soon as it was announced, the flight
1: tickets and I, prices went through the roof. I checked yesterday, and there was a flight from Edinburgh to Stockholm, Stockholm to Munich, the day before the game, and it was only two hundred and thirty pounds return. Yeah, that's not bad actually. And I thought that was not too bad. No,
2: that's good because they are um, charging direct around six, seven hundred pounds, which they, is I just mean, stupid they,
1: money. They, they will be. And if I was have if to if I was to give a tip, if you're looking for accommodation just now. Um, look at the places round Munich and round Cologne Cologne's just north of Bonn yeah. which is sort of the administrative of capital uh, of, of or, you know, the old West Germany so there's loads of places there it's much cheaper and you can get to Cologne in 20 minutes so yeah. like have a wee look around uh, don't just pay over the odds for places inside uh, the cities themselves so um, we actually have a wee clip of all the other uh, representatives Germany Hungary and Switzerland speaking about Scotland uh, Julian Nagelsmann uh, has been speaking so this is what he had to say. That's a team who defend brilliant Uh, most of the time they defend a bit deeper and try to play some counter-attacks brilliant players like McTominay scored seven goals in in the M qualify they did brilliant uh, in the qualification at the end I think it will be a very emotional first game uh, of the European Championship because uh, it's in Munich I hope our fans will be emotional and also the, the Scotland
0: fans everybody know that they are very emotional so it's, it's a perfect perfect first game Scotland very good they 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 are a quite physical team very aggressive playing a very strong defense style I mean when they have to defend they are quite strong physically are difficult to be faced especially in the standard situation they are quite dangerous Is not an easy opponent and I think that we will Need to be on the top to be able to to try to win against them, of course. Um, at first, uh, of course, in this uh, group, uh, Germany is a favorite, and uh, uh, next is uh, okay. the neighbor. is a uh, neighbor game is always um, um, very tough. And um, now we know our situation. Uh, we know our strength side and weakness side, and uh, that's more important. Now, uh, of course, Scotland. Uh, um, it's it's a, a nice team to,
2: to play against them, and we are happy.
0: Each opponent is uh, not easy uh, during a European Championship. So um, every match you have to be concentrated, focused on the tier, on the of, on the opponent. So um, we will see. Uh, not not an easy uh, group. It is a tough group with uh, also with uh, Hungary and um, with the Switzerland. So not easy. They did really well. They beat Spain also. So uh, just just the fact that they be, were able to beat Spain is saying everything about Scotland. So if they beat Spain, they could beat everybody. So that was
1: Hungary's Marco Rossi, Switzerland's Murat Yakin, and Philipp Lam, uh, obviously uh, part of the German FA, uh, speaking about Scotland there. So they know um, what we're all about. Yes. And I do think, I totally agree with you. I think that this group could go one of a number of ways I think it's a wide open group so uh, cannot wait for that so um, right that's the Euros Uh, you can always get in touch as well what you think about Scotland's draw please do at Big Scott Scott, I should say on Twitter and you can leave your comments on YouTube as well we'll get to them and read out the best of the comments next week as we normally do uh, thanks to everyone who got in touch about Scottish football's hardest question we'll get to that in just a wee bit some other stuff as well Uh, First of all, thanks to everyone who sent a picture of their Spotify Wrapped if we're in your top five podcasts. Oh, there's a few that did that. If we're uh, number five, four, three, two, or one, thank you very much for listening. We really do appreciate it. And uh, the more people who listen, uh, the better the pop- uh, podcast will get. So yeah. uh, always leave us five stars if you're rating us as well. We like that. So thank you to that. Uh, Spotify Rap, did you get yours last week as well? Yeah, can I show you what I've got? Yes,
2: exactly. Can I read but it out? Can I explain... My Spotify wrapped before we go any further. Do you have to? I do, yeah. So I have Spotify and I pay for Spotify. Right. Right. So premium. Yeah. But unfortunately for me, my wife also uses my account.
1: Oh, right.
2: So who's at number one is my wife's favorite artist and the rest are all mine.
1: Right. And who's number one? From two,
2: three, four, and and five. So at number one, your top artist on my Spotify wrapped is, I'll let you do it, Stephen. Harry Styles, there you go. Harry yeah, Styles. I don't think that's too bad. Harry Styles is a very popular man. Um, it's Harry Styles who's at the top of my rap list at number two, for me, and I love him dearly. Uh, Michael Jackson. Listened to a lot of him in 2023. Mm-hmm. I've also got Jamaica. love Jamaica. I've been to see them a couple of times in concert. Love J.K. Great stuff. Takes me back to the 1990s. I've also got the brand new heavies. Do you remember the brand new heavies? I,
1: knew, I, I know the
2: brand new heavies. M- 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 midnight at the Oasis. So they're at number four. And at number five, Coldplay. Oh, who I that's, went, a bit,
1: that's a bit low for them. Uh, you were describing them as the this generation's Beatles and they don't even make it into your top three. Well,
2: I only really got back into the Coldplay before I went to see the them Coldplay. in Sweden. Right. The Coldplay. So that's my top five.
1: What about you? Okay. Uh, well, I actually have the account that is used for the Dunfermline playlist. So, oh, right. um, big countries in there, the skids are in there, obviously. Um, number one, note was Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> the power of love! The power of love, yeah, which is an absolute tune. Uh, so I went through these guys listen of listening to that. So uh, lots of stuff in there. Calvin Harris is like number five or something as well. So a lot of it's skewed by the playlist, yes. whatever I put on there. So, um, yeah, thank you to everyone uh, who has us as one of your top five podcasts. We really do appreciate it. Right, uh, let's get to some more comments from last week. Uh, this is user IC6NP2PI7X. Catchy. Uh, there I was taking my daily stroll down the boardwalk in Kalundra, southeast Queensland, listening to episode sixty-five. When I realised I might be getting a shout out on the show, I was unsure at first, confused by your pronunciation of Kalundra, Kalandra, Kalundra, 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 Kalandra. Yeah, uh, and even more so when uh, referred to as Doogie, as I've always been known and referred to as Doug, Dougie, or Douglas. I just hope to God that no one starts calling me Doogie. I know who to blame appreciate the shout outs guys keep out the good work all the best PS confirm I am Scottish health is good and thanks again for your best wishes uh, so that is uh, Dougie we'll call him we'll call him Dougie no, on this podcast from here on in, you are didgeridoogey okay didgeridoogey thank you very much uh, for your shout and uh, glad to hear that you're doing well uh, let's go to some other comments definitely some skullduggery with the quiz this week Jambo Bear got shafted
2: I got shafted last week week in the quiz. There is no doubt about it. No, you didn't. You You misunderstood the question. Well then, everybody who listened to the podcast misunderstood the question as well because so many people are going, you were done there like a kipper.
1: So the question, in case you missed it, was which footballer, professional footballer, Argentinian footballer, is named after a character from Home Alone? And I said McAllister. But that's not an answer because it was the the McAllister family. It doesn't matter. And then eventually you said Alexis McAllister, who famously is not on Home Alone. The answer is Kevin McAllister, who's Alexis McAllister's brother. See when you
2: are on Pointless or if you're on any quiz show, Blankety Blank, you name it, it doesn't matter what quiz you're on. If you give the second name to the answer to the question. That's normally right. good enough. Uh,
1: right, I'll, I'll ask you a question then. So, um, which famous TV character is married to Marge and has three children and works at a nuclear power plant? Um, uh, what's his
2: name? Something Simpson. What's his name again?
1: Right, so if you just said Simpson, you would expect the points? Yeah. Well, well for, well, that, well, partic- well, for well, that particular well, question well, Probably no, no. not No no exactly So for that particular question which No it's co- specific- it Homer It's Homer Simpson Yeah Yeah So which Home Alone character Is also a professional footballer? McAllister McAllister Anyway Gary say- McAllister
2: C-H-R-M-C-A thank you my friend and everybody else who were on my side after Stuart last week's Smith, quiz
1: 69 73 he says Ewan needs to stop acting like a baby but at least he's actually getting some questions right now uh, Burge, uh, Burge Wu? Uh, why did Ewan walk away after the quiz he could have answered his final question as a top bin for two points to potentially take it to a tie break uh, with the stats saying that he would have won because your record in tie breaks is much yep. better than mine um, so why did you I was pissed off so you you made an arse of that basically. I don't care. I was made pissed off of last week. Uh, Maynard, uh, Celtic supporter, listen every week from New Mexico, USA. Thank you very much for listening. Love the banter. Uh Ewan is like my favorite dumb uncle. Quality content. <laughs> probably wouldn't have clapped uh, had you kept listening to that and <laughs> uh, remember you can leave your comment anytime on Twitter score or comment on the YouTube video just search for the Big Scottish Football Podcast or head to the Super Scoreboard channel clyde one Super Scoreboard. and with all that being said it is time for this week's podcast chart rundown thank you very much here we go oh we're using this one this week this is cracking was it the same one we used last week? That's a different one. This
2: is Paul Hardcastle. This is Paul Hardcastle. Right, it's from the eighties. Right, you,
1: you can't them, then. Oh, here we go. No, wait, 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 wait okay let's start in Great Britain in the soccer chart number 97 down a wee bit this oh week I know exactly Canada we're up at 116 China staying steady at 247 in Ireland it's 153 New Zealand down a wee bit 203 let's go to Belgium with a new entry at number 100 also a new entry in the Turkish sports charts that's 211 the Apple podcast chart in Turkey is also shown us as the 52nd best football podcast in the whole of the country Good. let's get to Hong Kong we're up to 98 that's a big mover there and also a big move in the uae we are 69th in the soccer chart thank you very much that is this week's chart so that's not bad do you know what we need to do what? to get us back up in the uk chart what's that
2: because our highest position was when i wore a rangers jersey and sang
1: follow follow yeah exactly <laughs> so you basically need to sing more songs <laughs> yes yeah. well, next week
2: i'm going to dress up as um what's the name of the the the, the- mccallister no, what's the name of the um, the, the Simpson. M- the mascot at Rangers. Oh uh, McAllister. No, what's the mascot's name at Rangers? It's Broxy Bear. Right. Uh,
1: I right. should dress as Broxy
2: Bear and then come in here and sing simply the Best. I know
1: the guy who um well, I've played football with a guy who dresses
2: up as Broxy Bear? Broxy,
1: or what I was gonna say something
2: that might ruin the illusion there. Oh no, because kids are listening.
1: Exactly. Don't listen oh, to no, no, don't, don't listen to this. Kids we, Yeah. They, I don't think there's many kids that listen. Well, you never know. You don't you never ruin. Know. It, I don't ruin the illusion. Anyway, um, lots of football not on at the weekend because the weather was rotten. Uh, Livingston Ross County called off.
2: Oh wait, wait, wait! Livingston Ross County called off all weather pitch. All cold. what's that all about? Um, go and give me my hallelujah music. Yeah. Can I just say, this is a great day. This is a fantastic day, and I was so happy at the weekend when I read this. Okay. Hallelujah. This just goes to show that I and the listeners of this podcast and Scottish football fans across this country are being listened to. We have the power to affect change in Scottish football. I have been relentless in my campaign to get rid of plastic pitches out of the top flight of Scottish football. And our voices are being heard. Livingston, Kilmarnock, Ha! This is it. The moment has arrived. For those people who have no idea what you're talking about, could you maybe furnish them with information? Yeah, the information that came out at the weekend, and we've been talking about this for so, so long. Okay, I yeah, think yeah, 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 yeah. Plastic pitches could be banned in the premiership before next season starts. So it's 2425. They could be banned. The SPFL chief executive Neil Doncaster, and that's where I have my doubts, because he's leading the charge. And we all know what, anyway. um, He's headed talks around outlawing all synthetic surfaces from the top flight with further discussions scheduled with clubs in the new year. And that could lead to a vote to go grass only before the end of this campaign. Now, here's what I think has happened, right? Kilmarnock have already come out and said, we are ripping this up and we're going to be putting on a grass pitch. So they know they've got Kilmarnock's vote. And for something like this, you need an Mm 11-1. So with Kilmarnock clearly on board, there's a wee bit of shuffling going on, there's a wee bit of manoeuvring going on, political manoeuvring. They're going to have a vote in January or in the new year and Kilmarnock are going to be on board with everybody else and it leaves Livingston standing out in the cold like they were on Saturday because their game couldn't be played on their all-weather pitch. Oh, my all-weather pitch, we can play in all weathers. Um, Frozen off. (laughs) Anyway, so they'll be out on their own. And that means that we vote it through and then at start of the next season, 24, 25, 12 beautiful grass pitches in the Scottish Premiership. Yeah, King dancer. Get it done. Brilliant. Anyway, that was the news of the weekend. It made my weekend. Okay, so Hearts having four wins in a row didn't make your weekend. Oh, no, that was good. Yeah. That's why I'm wearing my Hearts baseball cap today. Every time Hearts get a victory, I wear a Hearts something, a top or a hat.
1: Four consecutive top flight games won for the first time in five years. Yes. Amy McDonald texted me that during the Saturday show. So, like, you've given Stephen Naismith quite a hard time. Yeah. On this podcast mm-hmm. Do you want to take No Today's podcast Apologise no. to him And no. say Oh no no okay right I won't go that far Do you want to Take today's podcast To give him a bit of credit And say Well done for the last few weeks It looks like you're finally Starting to get it right There might be a manager In there somewhere Stephen I'm not going to sit
2: here And criticise a guy Who's got his four wins Out I'm of not four asking, I'm, I'm asking you to praise him But I have praised him I praised us last week And I'm praising us again This week yeah. Four wins out of four Brilliant mm-hmm. And as you say that's the first time in what five years? Yep, we won four in the bounce. Brilliant. But if it was up to you, you'd have been sacked weeks ago. Yeah, and, and this wouldn't have happened. And I still have my doubts whether he's an actual man to lead us forward. What, in the next what two, would it three take? Seasons. What
1: would it take for Stephen A. Smith to leave you with no doubts? Beat Rangers on Wednesday, right? So if he beats Rangers on Wednesday, new contract for Stephen A. Smith.
2: If he beats Rangers on Wednesday, then I'm eighty percent on his side. Right. It's a huge game on Wednesday night at Tynecastle. Oh, Kirstel. I feel it loses. But but then it will go... No, it's not... Here's the thing, right, Stephen. See, when you support a club like Hearts, because it'll be hard for you to, to imagine yourself in this position because you're in a shitty wee league and a shitty wee team, um, you don't get to play the big boys that often because you're in League One and now you're in the Championship playing against other wee teams, um, is that what you want when you're playing the big boys in Scottish football is to compete and to be competitive. And that's what we've not been. So wait, 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 Yeah.
1: You said they're not being competitive. Um going into injury time at Ibrox, hearts were leading. Yeah, but we were poor we were defending no we
2: were what? defending for our lives we would have one shot on goal you were leading second.
1: 1-0 going into yeah, stoppage time how's I, that yeah. not
2: competing no no you, got lost. T-
1: you, got, you, you lost of course you did you got beat 2-1 But uh, so but what, what's your definition of competing but I said is it losing by the odd but goal but I
2: said after we lost that game that I thought Rangers were there for the taking I thought that we were wrong in our tactics in that second half and putting everybody behind the ball and basically having Rangers camped in our half listen
1: so, I, you're expecting Hearts to go to Ibrox and just dominate for 90 minutes? No, that's it's it.
2: not to dominate because we didn't even dominate in the first half, but we. But you're put, expecting to just take the game to the Rangers no, and blow them off the pitch? No, not to take the game to the Rangers, but be competitive and to be uh, a threat. So, so leading a threat So,
1: just to clarify, you think leading a match 1 0 until injury time is not being competitive? But
2: we were allowing Rangers far too much space and to get their crosses in. I think it was like a record amount of crosses put into the
1: box. <laughs> but, but, right? But leading 1 0 going into injury time. You're but we lost that, Stephen. That's not
2: you're trying to create an argument here you're I'm, trying I'm, I'm, to, you're trying to, you're trying to, um um get me flustered here with your shite chat no 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 but listen i listen, you, I, take you, your, you, I, listen you, I take your point i take your point Right, your point is good, but we lost the game. What I'm saying is... So it's all is, about winning and losing then? It's not about winning and losing.
1: So it's if us get beat a, on Wednesday again 2-1, played pretty well, maybe leading until stoppage time, and then lose a couple of goals, you'll still be like, oh if, well, at least we're competitive. If we're competitive and we're in the game in the
2: sense that we're not just camped in our own half with 11 men behind the ball, I don't like that. <laughs> How can you
1: say that you're not in the game when you're leading 1-0?
2: What I mean is, as in the as that's a, that's mental. Is the game is flowing, and you're just basically going, "Their Rangers have another Does attack." Does the game flows? Their if Rangers it, if, if, if have another goal. If it's one, ra- if
1: you're leading one 0 you're in the game because you're leading one 0 I'm talking about the style. Right, so it's all about
0: style.
2: It's man. all about listen, Stephen. I don't like to see Hearts being pinned back the way we were in that second half at Ibrox face them up,
1: How, push up. No na, offence to Hearts, um, but there are a lot better teams have gone to Ibrox and have been pinned back by Rangers. Real Betis were pinned back in the second half. Yeah. And I think you'd admit that they're a far better team than Hearts are.
2: I'm talking about Rangers at home Rangers are not are, very good Rangers haven't home. been very good. And I thought on that particular day, if we had just stepped up and not got so scared, I think we could have actually got a result but, in that game. what
1: I'm saying is a lot better teams than Hearts have gone to Ibrox. And Just lost. my opinion. Honestly, I know, no, but what, what's your response to that then? A lot better teams than Hearts have gone to uh, to Ibrox and been pinned back like Real Betis were. And, and got beat. And got beat, got battered. Yeah, and we and got Har- beat. You didn't get battered. But you were leading 1-0 going oh, no into
2: stoppage time. No, but we were battered. You've seen the right, stats okay. in that game. Right, we're absolutely okay. battered. See the crosses that we allowed that we put in. <clears throat> but what I'm saying is, is that Stephen A. Smith, four wins out of four, huge game on Wednesday night. Slowly but surely, he is turning Hearts fans' opinions around, but there's still a few question marks, there's still a few but if he, doubts. If, if
1: he if he beats Rangers on Wednesday, it's on. a
2: long way to winning the Hearts fans over. If he gets if he gets the result on Wednesday, D- does it's it matter a long how, way.
1: Does it matter how they win on Wednesday, since it's all about style? What if it's a, a, they score in the second minute and then defend for their lives and hold on?
2: Uh, then we'll celebrate.
1: Right, okay. That's what football fans are like, mate. No, but you just said it was if, all about if, style. If you if
2: you if you if you win by having eleven men on the goal line, you don't give a shit. If you defend with eleven men on the goal line, you get beat two one, you're pissed off. And I was pissed off at
1: Ibrox. Okay. Let's move on um to let's move on to Rangers actually. They beat St. Mirren 2-0 yesterday. Uh, Seema with a couple of goals. I think he'd gone. Eight or nine games without scoring Yes, Uh, up until yesterday um, after a really good start to the season. But another couple of goals yesterday. And um, yeah, Rangers back on track after a pretty woeful performance uh, in Europe during the week. And that's seeming to double figures for goals this season. Yeah, I mean, if you look at, I mean, I was reading a wee bit earlier on, a few of the players have already been told that they don't have a future. Uh, yes. Dessers being one of them yes. I, I think So um, Sima seems to be Definitely the signing Of the summer um, Another couple of goals For him St Mirren On a wee bit of a, a Dodgy patch at the moment After a really Really strong start They've only won Two out of their last Nine games um, Is that the start? Yes uh, Rangers uh, Unbeaten in the last ten uh, Obviously Clement's still um, unbeaten. still unbeaten as well but they needed to bounce back after that game against Limassol on Thursday oh it
2: was poor against Limassol on Thursday uh, a lot of talk off the back of that game and do you know what I thought it was really good management from Clement he pulled off Cantwell before the half-time whistle um, and then he had a, he explained just in his media conference that him and Cantwell had a long long chat after the Limassol game and then he decided to stick Cantwell in his favoured position which was just behind the striker and he sets up two goals. That pass for the second goal is sublime, beautiful pass. He's not a right midfielder. He's not a left midfielder. He's a boy that plays through the middle. I was listening to Callum Davidson last night, former St. Johnson manager on sports scene. And he remembers watching him at Norwich and saying, the boy plays down the middle. He plays in the number 10 because he's got that ability to to make the pass for Seymour to score his second. So it'll be interesting to see whether Clement sticks him there from here on in but he did say in his media conference look we know he can play through the middle but sometimes I may need him to go to the left or Mm -hmm. I may need him to go to the right and when you get put in those positions you're being put there to do a job and if you're not doing your job you're going to be hooked that's what Clement was saying so you've got to just play for not just yourself but for the team, and when you're not playing for the team, you're getting hooked. So I thought Clement was really, really good in his media conference. I
1: also think Clement showed, you know, a bit of steel there. He's totally. not, to, he's not to be messed with no. because, no. you know, I, like on Thursday night, I didn't actually see the game. Uh, I was out on Thursday night, so I didn't, I didn't see the game. Only caught the highlights later on. But obviously, I saw that Cantwell had been taken off after 35 minutes, yeah. and he was obviously trending on Twitter. And it was nice to see a lot of Rangers fans agreeing with what I was saying <laughs> earlier on in the season. I know. Um, so like listen I, I never doubted that Todd Canwell's got ability yes. he absolutely has ability um, but if Philip Clement wasn't impressed with his attitude correct you know it I think might, that it, says it all it
2: might be a master trope, what he did last week against 100%, he, he
1: might, he might kick on if, I know he played well yesterday and what I would say is um, you know Todd Canwell has played well against teams like St Mirren and Livingston and stuff like that it's the big game yes that I was sort of having a go at Todd Cantwell at.
2: I think, it's, I think it's only fair that Clement gives Cantwell a run in his position. And I know the boys on the BBC were saying that yesterday on the radio and also on Sports Scene last night. So the, the thing for me with Todd Cantwell, we both agree, he does have ability. He can, he can be quite annoying. Watching, watching him as well. I think
1: he's petulant. Yeah. Like even there was there was an incident in the first half yesterday where he gave away the ball and then just fouled someone. And you know, he's still got that bit of petulance yeah, and, in him. and picking
2: up really stupid yellow cards yeah. and everything. I think that Clement now has to give the boy a run in the team in his favoured position and then just see what happens. But fair play to Cantwell Take my hat off to him He responded in the right way After what happened on Limassol Which would have been embarrassing But he got the right reaction And um, let's see what happens from here on in But as we both agree He does have something about him He just needs to focus that And put his best effort in the pitch all the time And if you get asked to play on the right You get asked to play in the left Then do a job for the team It's not all about you
1: Celtic 3-1 winners against St Johnston But Brendan Rodgers said he he'll never been as angry as he was at half-time As a manager it was poor from Celtic in the first half Brendan Rodgers saying that that was a game and a half that Celtic had gone without scoring against St. Johnston. That is well below the standards that he expects for his team at Celtic. Um, Mikey Johnson made the difference
2: coming on in the second half.
1: Mikey Johnson's an interesting one. Brendan Rogers was speaking. I heard his interview and he said he was praising Mikey Johnson to the hilt, said that he still needs to improve his game. And then once he does that, he could be a really important player for Celtic. Now, Mikey Johnson came on yesterday and played very well. Mikey Johnson came on during the week against Lazio on Tuesday night and he was hounded by Celtic fans. Yeah. It's not his, it's not the boys' fault he's getting put on. Mm. And he was sort of the person that encapsulated that Celtic aren't good enough to play in the Champions League. Why are we bringing on Mikey Johnson? I
2: think what they did there, the Celtic fans, they looked at what Celtic did off the bench, which was Mikey Johnson he changed the game. And, and immobile came on. And came on for Lazio. Yeah, but, yeah but,
1: but again, Mikey Johnson's good enough. He's, he's either good enough or he's not. You know what I mean. Yeah,
2: but but he's good enough for Celtic, but is he good enough at that level? And I think what happened off the back well, of the but, European but, but game. He, but, he, but but Stephen, I, th- I think the Celtic fans have gotten a a a, a point, and I think Brendan Rodgers himself made it made the point as well. They lack quality. I mean, proper star quality is going to make a difference. But my 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 opinion on that is this, and let's be brutally honest about it. Celtic fans are screaming about how there's a lot of money in the bank. Go and spend some, bring in some quality. But that quality is going to cost you 10 million plus. Any player that's worth 10 million plus, are they coming to Glasgow to play for Celtic in the Premiership? If there's a 10 million, 15 million pound player out there, they're not coming to Scotland. And that's the problem you've got is persuading that quality to come to Scotland. It's just not going to happen. So you're going to have to play around with a four or five million pound player that you hope that kicks on and you sell for 20 million. I just don't see the days coming in the future where they're going to get that qu- sort of quality that they need to take them to the next level.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a, there's a a that's a definite point, I think. Um... Where's, where's that quality coming from to spend that kind of money? Obviously, if they're qualifying for the Champions League regularly, that will be an attraction for some players. Yeah, You, you would but imagine yeah. but playing in the Premiership. I totally agree. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's... But, I mean, <laughs> the Premiership isn't a competitive league because Celtic and Rangers have made it not a competitive league.
2: By taking everyone's best players and... Um, yeah, yeah. By, 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 strangling,
1: like, by strangling the rest of the league. And playing so, four
2: times a season against each other.
1: You, you can't have it both ways. No, now, right. like I I think uh, Mikey Johnson isn't isn't the answer for Celtic. He's a good player. I I, I know Scales has had a really good season in the um, Premiership again last week. (sighs) I think they're like... Taylor, again, decent player. Fine for the Premiership. Not good enough for the Champions League. Scales falls into that category. I still think there's a few question marks over Johnson as well. I'm not completely convinced about Johnson. I think Carter Vickers is decent. But, as I've said, and I said at the start of the Champions League campaign, Joe Hart is... I think the biggest problem for Celtic defensively because he's seen it with the goal yesterday again. But then he he does
2: what he did at the end. Great save. (laughs) I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's that's what Joe Hart is. He's either amazing and he'll pull off a a brilliant save and then he'll go and do something daft like what he did for the goal. I
1: think if I were Brendan Rodgers, a goalkeeper would be high on the priority list uh, in January. Do you know what I
2: think Celtic are missing just now? I think Celtic are missing a Giamakis. Yeah, possibly could, could, I just remind you of last season Giamakis came on against and Johnson when they were behind and he turned the game for them because he offered them something different I don't think Celtic have got that option just now
1: I, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the, the major issue I mean, I, I I think Giamakis was a decent player but I, don't, I, don't, I think there are other issues I think defensively, I think that's at that, a, a Champions League level I think but defensively and they're missing Hitati as yes. well which I think is huge And see when, seeing with Celtic now
2: being out of Europe I just think they'll kick on now
1: yeah, I, I mean, think they'll
2: kick on now and I think they'll be really
1: hard to beat re- listen. Really good goal from McGregor I oh, was, Good goal, the, goal. I, you were saying there was a lot of Celtic fans unhappy with McGregor yesterday I, I mean did you not see his stuff on Twitter? I
2: didn't oh. A lot of the Celtic fans were saying that McGregor's not really kicked a ball this season maybe time for him to be dropped especially when Hatati gets back I mean I, I've said that on the show a million times and I'm sure you agree with me I love McGregor I would love him in my team I love him in the Scotland team and le- I, I, listen, I don't see Celtic for 90 minutes every day, though every week, right? So I, it's, I'm only seeing it bits and pieces in the odd game here and there when it's on the telly or when I see the highlights. But I want McGregor in my team. I really do. And listen, I don't think any Celtic player played particularly well yesterday in that first half. It's not just him, but then he pops up with a really good goal to get Celtic back into the game. Um, but yeah, there are a number of Celtic fans who are calling for him to be dropped, and I can't quite understand that. Um, but there you go. Everyone's entitled to an opinion. I have mine. But listen, you're the season ticket holders You might see them week in and week out And seeing things that I don't
1: see But um, listen um, I, I love the player I think he's great St Johnston it was a kind of free hit for them yesterday they would have been delighted going in at half time 1-0 to the Was
2: game. that a 4-6-0 from Craig Levine yesterday?
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm not entirely sure to be honest There was a lot
2: of chat about that on Twitter was, yeah.
1: it, was, that, was there a recognised striker in that team? I don't think there was Yeah obviously Stevie May came on a wee bit later on and had that ahead And Kane um, came on as well didn't he? Yeah so I, I like I, I don't know but do you think you They'll think, be fine Do you think St Johnston will be fine?
2: They'll be really fine They're they're they're, okay. they're safe with that appointment with Craig Levine.
1: Okay. Okay, uh, let's move on to the other game yesterday it was Hibs 2 Aberdeen 0 how did that, how did Aberdeen not get something for this game <laughs> they had 23 shots on goal Majofsky on another day could have scored about 5 goals missed a penalty and missed a penalty as well and you know terrible defending for the goals is this Hibs' wee bit of revenge for the semi-final?
2: Because 100%. It,
1: it was the other way about in the semi-final. It was smash and grab for Aberdeen at Hamden. Yesterday, Hibs were lucky to get away with three points. See if you're Aberdeen.
2: You're worried. You're ten points behind Hearts. You're nine points behind Hibs. And they're sitting in, was it, tenth in the league? Yeah. What was it you said last week? If
1: Rangers... Uh, sorry, if Aberdeen hadn't taken any points from Rangers this season, they would be bottom of the table. Bottom of the table.
2: They'd be bottom... They'd be below Livingston. That's how bad <laughs> it's been for them.
1: I guess... I Europe, mean, Europe's nearly out the way for them. They've got one match left against uh, Eintracht Frankfurt yeah. uh, in a couple of weeks' time. But once that's out of the way you would then expect Aberdeen to kick on a wee bit. I mean, you can't keep creating chances like they did yesterday yeah. and not winning matches. I think they're going to be fine. Although, it's Hearts this weekend. I know they've got a game in midweek to come before that. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a tough game um,
2: Is that Pataudry, is it? That game. Yeah, Hearts, Rangers, um, Tynecastle Wednesday. Yeah, Pataudry on Saturday. So that's a really good game. A big game as well. And Aberdeen really can't afford to lose that. If they want to have any chance of getting they play up up
1: Kilmarnock at Petaudry on Wednesday night. That'll be a tough game, but I'd, I'd expect them to win that. I mean, well, Kilmarnock don't win away from home. So.
2: So, what so, Aber- so at least a point. So what Aberdeen will be hoping for then is for them to beat Kilmarnock and Rangers to beat Hearts. And then they get Hearts at Petaudry, and that means we've, they've
1: the gaps, si- the
2: gap's down to four points. Yeah, the
1: gap's down to four points, yeah. Yeah, so uh, 2-0 to Hibs yesterday. Hibs only lost one game in the league under Nick Montgomery which was a away to Rangers which was a bit of a doing um, but apart from that they're on a nice wee run three wins on the spin now lot of draws since Montgomery came in but it looks like they're beginning to they've lost
2: they've lost less games than hearts they mm-hmm. they've only lost the four games i think and i said it when Nick Mon- fifth. when i said it when Nick Montgomery came in and i watched the first couple of games with him in charge even though there were draws I said they're going to threaten third and I've still got that opinion. They're going to threaten third. They'll be right up there in amongst it to finish third. And here's something I need to point out, right? If Hearts get something against Rangers on Wednesday, say we beat them,
1: mm-hmm.
2: we close the gap to them to two points. No, it's five points. Because
1: Rangers or won. Oh, Rangers
2: yes. won, yes, sorry. Yeah. So it's down to five. Um, if Hibs were to win during the week as well, they would be also closing the gap on Hearts and Rangers as well. Mm. So we could be talking here come the weekend that Hearts are chasing Rangers for second.
1: Well, I wouldn't go that (laughs) far. I mean, you you are wanting Stevie Naismith sat (laughs)
2: about about three weeks ago. (laughs) I'm now talking about going second in the league and splitting the old firm. But listen, if we we pick up six points this week, if Hearts pick up six
1: points, we're in the hunt for second spot. We are. We actually are. Okay, we've saved the best till last in terms of the games. Motherwell 3, Dundee 3. What a game at Fur Park. That was good. So going into the game, it was 10 games without a win for Motherwell. It's now 11 games, obviously, because they didn't win on Saturday. And Dundee hadn't beaten Motherwell in the league since 2017. So where do we start with this one? I mean... Well, we'll can I we'll,
2: start by saying this? I am absolutely delighted for Stuart Kettlewell because he had a tough run of it in recent weeks with all the defeats. Mm-hmm. And to go down to 10 men, and we'll get to that for W yeah. V E R W T F. I mean, I that that was never a red card. But to come back the way they did with 10 men to get that late, late equaliser, fair play to them. And I was delighted for Stuart Kettlewell, who's been under a wee bit of pressure recently. And hopefully they'll kick on from
1: there. You know what's interesting, right? So I was listening to something on the way through this morning, actually. And they were saying that the Premier League down south were in December and there's been no sacked managers yet in the Premier League. In right? England? In England.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Nobody's been no, sacked.
1: No. However, in Scotland, Rangers have obviously sacked Michael Beale, mm-hmm. Uh have sacked Lee Johnson, um, Ross County have sacked Malcolm Mackay, St. Johnson have sacked Stephen McLean. Four of the 12. Four of the 12 have been sacked. And, you know what I was listening to, they were saying maybe it's because a lot of the teams down south think that Luton and Sheffield United and, you know, Everton, because they've got a time, but they'll go down anyway, so we may as well just stick with our manager just now. Do you think the opposite's happening here? Because big result for Motherwell on Saturday, getting that 3-3 draw. If they'd lost again... Kettlewell would have been under like a lot, a lot of pressure. They play St Mirren away during the week, by the way. Uh, sorry, at the weekend and they're at home to St Johnson, which is a huge Big week. At so it's it's still a big week for Stuart Kettlewell. But you know, if he, if he loses these next two games, you'd expect Stuart Kettlewell to lose his job.
2: Questions will be asked, 100%. So, do
1: you think because it's so tight, Chairman And owners are more likely to sack their manager just to get them a wee boost. Because they're shit
2: scared of Of, getting getting relegated relegated because it's that close down there. One or two defeats in this league and you're in the bottom two. Yeah. And I think you're right. Chairman are very worried about it. And there's no clear daylight between them and the bottom club. So yes, that's why I think we've had so many managers get in the heave hole. Yeah. Four out of the 12. But having said that, though, it looks as though Chris Wilder is about to replace Paul Heckenbottom at Sheffield United. So that could be the first premiership casualty. Oh,
1: yeah, that's that's to be expected. So, yeah. um, uh, Elsewhere, Dundee, only one defeat and nine for totally Tony Dockery.
2: He's but, up there for manager of the year so far for me. So Unreal know, job.
1: Unreal job. They are sitting in sixth at the moment brilliant oh yeah. point head of Kilmarnock uh, there are four clear of Motherwell eight clear of the bottom seven clear of the playoff as well and they're only three points behind Hibs with a game in hand as well so um Dundee will be they'll be spewing at that though they really yeah, will be Yeah, like losing when you're three 2 up against ten men you expect to see it out
2: and Dundee have been unlucky this year with some results Um, whether it be refereeing decisions going against them or battering teams and not quite getting the goals needed to win games, they could have been in a far better position and closer to Hearts than they are just at the moment. And yes, they'll be kicking themselves, they should have won that game they should have seen it out but they didn't but as I just said there I think Tony Dock has done a great job there and for me up to this point with the job that he's done with a newly promoted side he's manager of the year at the moment Okay, he's, he's done the best job out of anyone so far he's been superb
1: I dropped down into the championship then and it was a big day for Wraith Rovers again. Two very, very late goals. They were behind against Inverness. Uh, that would have been Big Dunks unbeaten run continuing. It is all over now, though, because two very late goals from Wraith Rovers, including a 93rd minute winner from the penalty spot, Jamie Gullen, with the goal, means that they win again. And the gap at the top is only one point. They've played the same game as done, the same games, I should say, as Dundee United. Thirty points from 13 matches is a very good return at this stage of the season so Wraith Rovers keep the heat on United whose game was off against Morton at the weekend obviously hey, Partick Thistle winning 2-1 against Airdrie looks like they're going to be in the playoffs it looks like there's a there's a bit of split in the league now so yeah. you've got Partick Thistle on 25 down on Dunfermline on 18 who do have a game in hand um But yeah, it looks like uh, those top three are sort of pulling away a wee bit. I I wouldn't expect Partick Thistle to threaten for the title. And to be honest... Um, I wouldn't expect Wraith Rovers to be there come the end of the season as well I think there's a few things going on there so um, Wraith Rovers cracking uh, win for them again another late show they can't keep scoring late goals though it doesn't happen like but it's that. a
2: good mentality to have isn't it? it is a
1: good mentality but they can't keep it up for the whole season no they Dun- can't Dundee United won the league uh, League 1 what about this producer John are not playing at the weekend obviously because of the weather Hamilton 5-0 winners against Queen of the South obviously all the Queen of the South players been on the PS5 Five, uh, over the last wee while But Hamilton Two points
0: clear At the top of the league Putting a wee bit of heat on How's John McGlynn's Wee baldy head after that <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine Stephen It'll be fine These things happen Games get called off No I know that It's fine Obviously, right. can I, can, can, be, Better having points in the bag As you well know
2: I like a wee conspiracy theory Here on this podcast And I'm going to throw something at you Producer John yep. As a Falkirk fan So Stenhouse Muir, which is just in the road for Falkirk. I know where you're going to come. How far is Stenhouse Muir for Falkirk? A couple it's, of miles. A couple of
0: miles. Right,
2: yeah. and there was a huge snowfall uh-huh. over Friday night and a Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah? all over uh-huh. the Falkirk area and Stenhouse Muir, etc., etc. Yeah. Stenhouse Muir got the volunteers in, 40 people turned up. And they got the snow off the pitch, and the game went ahead against Bonnie Rig Rose. Brilliant.
1: Yeah. Well, round of applause, Round of applause. Well well done. Applause for, uh, uh, for J- Stennis J- Joe Biden, who we'll get to know he second, I believe, was part of it as well. Was
2: he part of the cleanups? Brilliant. Yeah. Thank so, congratulations, Stennis Muir. What a job. And I was praising him on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just, up the, road, just, just up the road, just up the road. A supposed big team. A supposed big yeah. team with a nice wee stadium and all that. I mean, thing. it's only
1: got three sides. But, it's only got th- exactly. Stennis Muir have got a four sided stadium, at least. So.
2: Um, apparently, they can't build another stand there because it's a blast thing
1: yeah something to do with a blast nonsense okay it
2: doesn't matter anyway but was their game on Stephen because no no, 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 hold on it says
1: here it was actually postponed against Cove Rangers Is that because of the
2: snow I believe so but Stenhouse we were down the road were able to clear their pitch and get the game wait 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 I'm not finished yet okay you keep going they're not finished yet So, so it didn't even look like they made any effort to no. clear the snow off the pitch, a bit like were a mile down why, the road. And why do you think they didn't make an effort?
1: Uh, here's
2: here's my theory, oh,
1: right? Here's my
2: theory as to why Falkirk didn't make the effort to clear <sighs> the pitch, because on Saturday night it was a Christmas night out in Dublin. <laughs> oh, the players! <laughs> the players had right. a Christmas night out in Dublin, and I just wonder. Now this is just my theory. They decided not to clear the pitch of the snow because they wanted to have their Christmas night out and they couldn't be asked clearing the pitch no. for Cove Rangers arriving. Right.
0: Here is how things work, Ewan, right? Where is Cove in the world? In Scotland, where is it's Cove? It's the northeast, it's Aberdeen. How many hours drive is that from Falkirk? Three three hours, I would say. Two and a half, three, three hours. Three and a half, probably yeah. four hours, right. Okay. So with pitch inspections, this is how pitch inspections work, Ewan, okay? You need to give people Enough time And it went It's This is why Livingston Got of called off early as well Because they were playing of shite. Ross County what a load And of shite. you have to give people Now When what what I a got I walked Into the Loan house At two o'clock On Friday morning it hadn't snowed Right of shite. Plus Right So you had to get up early <sighs> Get the volunteers <laughs> Out, and you're, screen screen you're
1: you're so diddy you couldn't even manage. No, that. But no, stenhouse Weir no, showed, no, 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 showed you how to do no, it.
0: stenhouse Weir showed you how to do it. So no, don't don't right. give me that. stenhouse Weir have also, twenty car park spaces to clear, right? Also Folk have a thousand plus all the infrastructure around at in the big stadium. I've not not, you know, by anyway. right. Right. Can I read you? Out? I'll read you out what the CEO had to say about this. No, it no, I don't want.
2: No, I'm not interested because I read
1: his guff. Also, I'm in saying you could maybe correct me here, and is it an all-weather pitch at Falkirk as well. It is, Stephen. It's an all-weather pitch, so it Guys, would have been easier to clear that snow and get the pitch be, ready.
2: It would because you A wouldn't wreck like the pitch. But Stenhouse, was also an right. all-weather pitch, and look how beautiful that yeah. looked on the day. We of the have game.
0: just, we have, we would have lost potentially the warranty on the pitch, which has just been laid down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's just been I wait
2: wait the CEO put out a statement on Twitter going if
0: we had swept the snow off the pitch we'd have lost the rubber bits oh
1: <laughs> I mean
0: you can buy other rubber bits it would be in direct violation of the pitch manufacturer's guidance given that we were within our initial 12 <laughs> so what? months so of what the you're not like to clear
1: anything off the pitch finally
0: removing I- so from the pitch some, some negative consequences most notably the large quantities of rubber oh, off the main mean, sure of sure, having sure. spent 6 right. months what you're you the just pitch move. in to back to my own Just, you, just, anyway, you, you, wanted, a
2: like, you wanted a night in Dublin, and that's why you wanted a night in Dublin, you didn't want to clear the pitch. You're just a small ditty team, and I hope you fucking stay in League One. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Well, <laughs> Hamilton are uh, riding high. What <laughs> the Hamilton? What the Hamilton?
0: Honestly,
1: to you. Right, anyway, let's get to League Two, and we'll hand over to our correspondent. It is the President of the United States of America. It is Mr. Joe Biden, everyone.
0: You really wouldn't believe us. You really wouldn't believe us. You really
2: wouldn't believe us. We're going to win the league. Another big result for the Warriors over Bon Eric Rose left Stenny 3 clear. A big shout out to all my Stenny peeps who joined me with their snow shovels to make sure the game went ahead. It was hard work, but it was worth it. Elsewhere, the only other game to go ahead was 4 for against Stranmer, and the Brady lovers only managed a draw, meaning they are third bottom. Anyway, I am away to warm up with a cup of cocoa. See you next week, Ewan and Steven. Oh no, I pooped my pants
1: <laughs> See you later,
2: Joe See you later, Joe See you lovely. Him. Um, he turned up and was able to get the pitch Ready for Stenhouse Muir hey, I wish he just travelled a mile up the road To I help know. Falkirk He's 143 as well I know, brilliant understand.
1: So there we are Right, let's move on to some Refereeing decisions, shall we? Press the button,
2: mate La gente
1: <laughs> Okay Let's start with Motherwell Dundee so it was Ian Snedden, the referee, his first game as a Premiership referee, and Harry Payton's yellow card upgraded to a red after he studs caught Luke McCowan. Mr um,
2: Snedden was having a great game
1: for his debut game in the
2: Premiership up until the point he decided to upgrade a yellow card to a red. It's and what it's, I and
1: said all the time. It's a yellow card. That challenge was a yellow card. And
2: Stephen, I am going to back you up here. You have been saying this for as long as I can remember. Whenever you slow something down, it looks horrendous. Every decision slowed down looks horrendous. Every still picture that's on Twitter looks horrendous. But when you watch it in real time... That was a 50-50. It could have gone either way. There was no intent there. There was... It was the ball was high. Mm-hmm. The ball was there.
1: Yeah, the ball was there to be won. The
2: as well as ball was there to be one. It's never a red card. I just wish that Mr. Sneddon on his debut as a referee in the I Premiership know. could have gone across to the monitor and went, nah, I'm sticking by my original decision. I was there. Right up the play. He mm-hmm. was there. He could see it. And he thought that was a yellow stick to the fucking decision. And he goes and changes his mind and makes it a red and he just ruined his day and he ruined it for Motherwell but fair play to them they came back and got
1: a 3-3 yeah I think it's what I've been saying for the past wee while it's like you know it's like there's no challenge that's a yellow card you're right no no, I don't mean like trips or cynical stuff or anything like that in terms of just like a a challenge that's mistimed Uh or you know it's a wee bit late or you know he catches him didn't he mean it no intent sometimes it's just a yellow card and that's enough um, as Kenny Miller said in sports scene you're allowed to kick in football yeah. you're going to get kicked in football and I, I thought that's a perfect example it was a yellow card yeah. it, was a, it, was, it was a wee bit high um, it was a wee bit late but there was no intent and when 100%. you when you look at it it slowed down it looked horrific and that's why he's given the red card so uh, uh, wrong uh, uh, for wrong. Ian Sneddon sorry about that mate uh, elsewhere Kilmarnock versus Hearts oh. um, Will Dennis uh, taken out was it Oda? and it was now, Oda the complication here Sort of Is that Oda was offside Now that doesn't really matter Because no. the play Continued, continued. And then uh, Will Dennis Ended up getting a yellow card Now This is This is another example Of goalkeepers Just being able to do Whatever they want yeah. All the time If that is a challenge Anywhere else on the pitch Yeah By our outfield player He's getting a red
2: card 100% There was no intent To play the ball there he takes
1: the player out. Yeah. He catches him high on the thigh. The only thing that I think might have saved him is that Oda knocked the ball and he was never getting the ball. You Correct. Know, he, he wasn't getting... On, no, no, listen. No, I, agree I, I yeah. agree I agree. I think it's a red card. But I think that's the only thing that saved Dennis. In regards to the referee's interpretation of what must, was happening. Must have been. But, you know, you compare that to Harry Payton's challenge. Yes. It's like, a red card. Ludicrous. It's a red card. Ludicrous. It was David Dickinson. Um, so not a Bobby Dazzler for him on Saturday Uh, Don Robertson there was a VR VR check on the first Celtic goal but all was onside that was was. about out really Uh, Hibs Aberdeen Willie Collum so Venti ruled offside For the first there, yeah. Hibs free kick after Mioscu foul on Marshall denying the goal. Yeah. Yes. Handball for Lewis Stevenson. Yeah, I think it was a handball. Yeah. Penalty check for Marshall's foot being uh, on the line. It was not. It was on the line, just like he was against Serbia as well. And there was nothing much happening in the Rangers versus St. Mirren match. Right. Let's move on then to start sub cell. So
0: we Scottish
1: Football A remixing With Stephen Mill And Ewan Cameron So this ba ba is our version ba ba Of Snog, Marry, Avoid ba ba You need to decide Which one of these Three players you would start Which one you would have As sub and which one You would sell So last week It was three potential Scotland signings I guess uh, Tino Liveramento uh, Harvey Barnes And Anthony Gordon So L Forbes says Start Barnes Sub livramento, Sell Gordon RG Demon says Start Gordon He's only started His club without injuries uh, Sub livramento Sell Barnes he's too injury prone good player but you get decent money Gordon is better and plays in the same position Ross says start Harvey Barnes sub anti Gordon sell Livramento an announcer has a lisp and <laughs> if an announcer has a lisp it would cause havoc uh, Pandira Bateman says sell them all they're not interested in playing for Scotland so why are we even debating this thank you very much Pandira Bateman we I like well that name down. I've never met a
2: Pandira in my life before
1: yeah. it's the first time I've heard of Pandira that's a great name uh, G says sell lammers, sell Lamers, sell llamers, sell llamers. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) So in conclusion, uh, based on your responses, start Barnes, sub Gordon, sell Liveramento. Now, I wonder if people watch Liveramento for Newcastle against PSG during the weekend and maybe would change their mind. And against Man United. And against Man United. he had a cracking game. Uh, You know, to be honest, it looks like he's going to be called up for England. I would be very surprised at that. Out of those three, I think Gordon is... He's going to go to England as well. I think Harvey Harvey Barnes is probably... The only one where you're thinking, yeah, I think he might play with Scotland because he's he's getting nowhere near the England team. Jamie
2: Carragher tweeted at the weekend: "Gordon has got a great chance of going to go into the Euros, and a lot of fans underneath asked, will it be for Scotland or for England?' It will be
1: England. I think. I think, it, but, but I think it, it will be. It England.
2: was okay. I'd love Gordon in the team, right? Who's he taking? Who, which place is he taking in that England squad? I mean, Is
1: he, who's the, he getting ahead of it's tough but I, I think he's got more of a chance of getting in the England squad than Barnes so therefore I think we're going to end up with Barnes so do you think that Gordon sees his future with England 100% same with Liverpool because I know that England have a lot of good right backs at the moment they're a wee bit older as well Walker's a wee bit older Trippier's a wee bit older yeah um, Trent doesn't seem to play it right back for England no he doesn't is Rhys James right back Rhys James he's injured all the time he's he's injured all the time so I think and and Liverpool can play on the left I know Shaw is back in the Man United team and he'll be back in the England team as well you've got Chilwell boys like that Um, do you think Barnes is the only realistic one we could maybe poach yeah Uh, and they're all three are very good players yes very good players Uh, so right this week's let's take a look at the Rangers number 10 situation (laughs) So for start, sub, sell, we have Sam Lammers. (laughs) We have Todd Cantwell. Uh And we have Tom Lawrence. Start, sub, sell. Well, I think it's easy. Okay, right. I think
2: think everybody's selling Lammers. uh,
1: Yes. I
2: think everybody on the planet is selling Lammers. I cannot believe that Rangers paid three and a half million pounds where did he come from? Was it PSV? That was it it wasn't PSV. S-
1: was it not Sampdoria? Was that not Atlanta? Atlanta. Atlanta. Was it Atlanta? Was it Atlanta, sorry. Atalanta. Atlanta. Was it Atalanta? He came mean, from. Was go he go not? Go 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 on on was not on loan? Don't do me a favour. Go check. He was on
0: He was on loan at Sampdoria. He was on loan at Sampdoria. Don't check his stats
2: for me, because I'm curious to know what stats are. his stats <laughs> can, are can like. Can I
0: just say right now, we had to make our predictions for Player of the Year, and in one performance that I saw Sam Lammers in against Newcastle in a pre-season friendly, I went. Sam Lammers is a player, and I put him down as player of the year this year. (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. That's very funny. So he played with
1: young PSV, and he got 30 goals in 63 games, which is quite good. Then across four years at PSV, four goals in 20 games, went to Herenveen on loan, scored 16 goals in 31 games. Okay, it's not bad. And that obviously earned him his move to Atalanta, who paid 9 million euros for him. And he got two goals in seventeen. Since then, he's been on loan at Eintracht Frankfurt, Empoli, and Sampdoria, and he's scored three goals combined for those teams. See that—that's see from see from the,
2: the Rangers director of football and the hierarchy there. Look what Stevens just found out by doing a wee Google search. That would worry me greatly. He was on loan at three different clubs and he scored three goals. And how many games did he play in those three? Uh, he played F- fifteen.
1: He played fifteen for. Uh, did they play in the final against Rangers? Twenty-one, twenty-two. Did they play in that game? Oh, go and double check that, John. Um, he played for Eintracht Frankfurt fifteen games, one goal. <sighs> Empoli cool. fourteen games, one goal. Cool. Sam- Sampdoria nineteen games, one goal. Right. Okay. That 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 would that that alarm bells would be going. It was mental. He, he was an unused substitute. In the right. final see
2: that all those stats you have just read out there if I'm if, if Michael Beale comes to me and I'm a director of football and uh, I, I want lammers okay let me just go and type he's been on loan at three different clubs and he's averaging what 15 games in a season and he scored three goals I'm no signing him for three and a half million pounds
1: 2018 19. In the Dutch top flight, he got sixteen goals in thirty-one games. For herenveen but that was then. But then after that, what what is me is since th- then he scored three. He, sco- he scored five before he signed with Rangers. He scored five goals in three years.
2: Yeah, see, so that the three and a half million, I mean, whoever he, who right. so,
1: who who so- sold them. Is it
2: Atalanta? At- Atalanta? They'll be good at that. <laughs> well, no, yeah.
1: they, they, they bought him for 9 million euros. Yeah, and, no, and but sold still. For three and a half, but so. still getting 3.5 million for anyway, him. Jeez, oh. So I think we're all agreed. Sam Lammers is out the door. Sell. 100%. I'm So the real question is. I'm getting Uber for him. Uh, star, sub. Todd Cantwell, Tom
2: Lawrence. See, I like Tom Lawrence. I liked him when he was at Derby. I thought he was very, very good at Derby. I like Lawrence as well. And then when he he first arrived at Rangers, he started really well. Then unfortunately for him, he picked up a really bad injury. And I think Rangers really missed him last year. I think he, he can make a difference and he's very good in that number 10 role. But I'm also a fan of Cantwell. And I know that's quite controversial, but I do like Cantwell. And there was a reason why some of the big clubs in England were sniffing about him when he played with Norwich because he is a decent footballer. But I think there's an attitude problem there. And if he can get that sorted, if Clement can get it into his head that he can be the player that he would ultimately want to be, and if Clement can nurse that out of him, he starts, for for me, ahead of Lawrence. And Lawrence would be on the bench. But it stands right now, for me, I'm starting Lawrence, and I'm subbing Cantwell, just based on how the season has begun. I'm a big fan of Lawrence and I know what he can offer, but I can also, also see what Cantwell can offer. But I'm starting Lawrence and I'm subbing Cantwell.
1: It's the 4th of December. It's just after half past 12 as we record this. And for, I think the second time this season, I fully agree with you, Ian. <claps>
2: Fully agree. With that, isn't it was unbelievable. I Fully agree with. What's you. the point of even being here if we're just exactly. going to agree with everything?
1: I know exactly. At Big Football, Scott, I'm sure there'll be plenty who disagree oh, with yes. that. Uh, you can get us on Twitter, Facebook, and Insta. You can leave your comments on the YouTube channel as well. I bet you any money,
2: the Celtic fans again involved will be starting lammers.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just search for Clyde One Super Scoreboard on YouTube. You can leave uh, your comments on the video section. You'll see us pop up there as well. And remember, Clyde One Super Scoreboard is on every single. Midweek night from 6 pm, 6 to 8 o'clock, taking your calls all over Glasgow in the West 01419511025. And then every Saturday, the boys are back, and we are on the rest of Scotland, the big Scottish football podcast on 4th one, West FM, TFM, MFR, North Sound One, with former Hibs and Aberdeen player Steve Cowan. Now it's time to call our favourite guy. Jose, 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 Jose. So uh, was last week he was on holiday so we we gave him the week off yes we did so we didn't even phone him last week so. he was celebrating his 49th birthday yeah we're, we're, we are a wee bit later so I'm, I'm slightly concerned so if we could uh, if we could phone him right now John there we go hopefully he answers because sometimes when it's a wee bit later he doesn't answer
2: remember last time he was on he, he described himself as a lion in the bedroom everyone loved that mm. maybe he's been a lion again <laughs> the line rampant. which is why he's not answering the phone he's
1: mm, I don't think we're getting him
2: if Jose Katongo crawled into your bedroom pretending to be a line would
1: you're, you run away you're not turning that down <laughs> right okay
2: yeah he's, he's not there
1: he's not
0: there. I oh, will leave
2: a message you'll leave a message right now
0: you're leaving me a message thank you oh, I can't take your call right now just sex just leave your message <laughs> off your <laughs> time. When you're done, press hash or just hang up. Hi, Jose. It's uh,
2: Ewan and Stephen here from the Big Scottish Football Podcast just checking in on you, my friend. Uh, Hope you you... had a
1: lovely holiday.
2: Yes, and uh, the reason you're not answering the phone is because you're a lion today, my friend. Because you're being a lion rampant. (laughs) Yes. Uh, We'll try and call you next week. Have a lovely week, my friend. Love
1: you. Bye-bye, Jose. There he goes. He's a lovely guy. He's a lovely One
2: day we need to get him in here. Yeah. Be good yeah. luck. Should we do it as a, like a, a Christmas bonus for for that for,
1: for our punters? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean what's that. what's the show before Christmas? What date are we in? We are in it'll be the Monday before Christmas. Should so we get him in we, as a week? We dress him up as a Christmas elf. I'm dressing him up. We're not dressing him up. He's not something to be dressed up. But he's but, a, a, he's a human But there's being. some there's some Christmas outfits out there. No we're not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to Scotch football's hardest question so oh this is good last week we set this up it's a version of that really hard tv quiz show connect um but we give you Scotch football's hardest question instead so i asked you this question what is the connection between rangers and jfk john f kennedy i have the answer in this envelope Scottish football's hardest question There it is there I yes. will show you It's sealed at the back as well It's not been opened I hid it in a very special place as well We need the musics, John Come on, press the button, mate Do, do we have music for the, this? The, the question time music thing that we
2: do
0: Oh, do you, want, do you want the question time? I was looking for the 15 to 1 Because I oh, thought yeah. it's a bit harder But I can't find no, it Just find like the question time music Go for on the moment Just a question the question time you... on
1: for now, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll put it on for now And then we'll do that, okay?
0: There we go. Um,
1: so, what's the connection between Rangers and JFK? And no, it's not that they both died. Thanks to everyone who sent that. And yeah. very predictable. Um, okay, so nutty not Elvis. Ninety-five sixty. They made JFK an honorary member of the club during a visit to Glasgow back in 1963. Not sure if it was before or after he passed away. Um, Dandy Don seventy-eight was JFK on VAR at Portree last week. <laughs> um, we Scottish guy eighty-nine fifty. Only thing I was once told that was JFK visited the Glasgow area once in his life and it was during World War II to visit injured American troops on behalf of his father. And Rangers fans booed him during the minute silence uh, for he was a Catholic. Uh, Timmy, 8828. Is it that JFK didn't pay the face painter as well? Very good. Uh, Brendan Booth, 6456. Uh, Cassie's dad, Omar, called both JFK and Rangers fannies. <laughs> um, local sheep. JFK visited Glasgow in 1939 JFK was a well-known lover of pie both meat and cream pies he fancied trying the local delica- uh, delicacy of course being two steak begs. I'm not going to read that because it's shite patter um, Ricky says is it because their players go down like they've been shot and try to win a penalty every game Mikey85 said JFK had a bodyguard called Clint Hill uh, Alan <laughs> says Stacy K-pop Group in Dallas, Texas Uh, They had RFC Tops Instead of Texas Rangers Tops JFK assassinated in Dallas There was quite a few of that Actually So thank you to everyone Who got in touch with that Jude says uh, February 14th 2012 Like when JFK was assassinated Everyone knew where they were When Rangers were going Into administration Journalists call it Their JFK moment Stephen Bissett this is interesting. GFK visited Glasgow in 1939 and gave his first speech at the Beresford Hotel. He later met victims' families from the Athenia submarine bombing. The Athenia was built by Fairfield Shipping Company in Govan. This was previously known as John Elder & Co. This was the shipyard that Rangers players were often offered employment at if they signed for the club in the early days. So that's from Stephen Bissett. Okay, I can tell you. One of those answers is correct. Hey, all of you read out. One of them is correct. So which one is correct, Ewan? So out of that, out of that list, out of out of everything that I've just read, that is that is correct.
2: I like the honorary member of the club during his visit to Glasgow. Okay. 19. So unbelievably,
1: Scottish football's hardest question has been answered in a week.
2: Um. I like the, the K-pop thing.
1: Okay. I also well, the, the, like the, the one with Steven. The answer is in here. What, what one do you think it is? If I was to nail you down for one, what do you think it is? K-pop. There is the... Is this the answer? And it's the, one of them. The sealed envelope. The answer is in there. I want you to read out what you wrote down last what week. What I wrote down last week.
2: No, you're joking. Is that... Oh, my... What? <laughs> Read it out. Read it out. Rangers. Clint Hill made 32 appearances for Rangers in season 16-17. Did he not also score an equaliser against Celtic? I think he did, yeah. JFK. Clint Hill was a Secret Service agent who climbed onto the back of the car when JFK was shot. Is
1: the correct answer. So well done to Mikey85. Mikey85! Well done to Mikey85. That Clint is phenomenal. Is the link between Rangers and JFK. There it right. is there. I signed it and everything.
2: Listen, are. do you know what? I am obsessed by the JFK story and the assassination. I don't know how many times I've watched JFK starring, what's his name? who played the lawyer in the movie done oh, by yeah, Oliver yeah, yeah. Stone. I've watched documentary after documentary. I've actually heard them talking about the guy who jumped on the you car. You've and- seen this guy interviewed. I know.
1: He's the only surviving person from that day. Oh, my word. Who's, who's still and alive. his name was Clint Hill. How and did I know? His name is Clint Hill. He's 91 years old. And he's actually released a book. And that's how I, that's how I saw it. Because I was watching an interview and they were like, oh, this guy, Clint Hill. And I was like, Clint Hill. And then that's how we got Scottish football's hardest questions. Well Well done, Mikey. Well done, Mikey85. You are correct. Well done. Um, So it is time for Scottish football's harder, hardest question. (laughs) I have a new one this week. The answer I have already written on here. I'm going to place it in here. And the answer, sorry, the the question this week, Scottish football's harder, hardest question is this. What is the link between Columbo and Charlie Adam? (laughs) What is the link between Columbo and Charlie Adam?
2: They both like a trench coat.
1: Right. (laughs) What is the link between Columbo and Charlie Adam? That is Scottish football's... Harder, hardest question I have sealed the envelope at the back just prove that that is sealed I will hide that in my special place So nobody can see it What is the link between Columbo And Charlie Adam? So Peter Falk
2: played Columbo famously He liked a trench coat He liked a cigar Is it something to do with a trench coat? Is it something to do with a cigar? Okay,
1: what is the link between Columbo and Charlie Adam? Get your answers in on at Big Football Scott, and you can leave your answers on YouTube as well. At Big Football Scott and youtube you can get your answers there we will see how long scottish football's harder hardest question goes on for who knows this might be my
2: favorite feature of the show now
1: okay what's the link between colombo and charlie adam it is time for the shootout quiz everyone let's do it so ewan walked off in a huff last week and did we get the correct scoring was it 11-5 we decided on
2: well, after you won last week it's eleven five now. Eleven
1: five. Okay. Um, that's and you can right. get a pen. Right, there's a pen. I can give you a pen here. Have you got one? I've got a pen here. All right. Uh, producer John is our host. Hello, producer John. Hello. Okay, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> okay. are, we, are we back to questions just about Scottish football? Yeah, I,
0: Chris has kind of went a wee bit. No, but, off but, but last I've
2: week. said to you before can we do some like Champions League? Can we do like. Which plays? I mean, what you say
1: that? about this all the time. What's what the, the name l- of the
0: podcast, Ewan? L- 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 what l- is, the is the name l- of the podcast? L- l- it's the Big
1: Football Podcast, obviously. Yeah,
0: yeah. Look behind you and what does that say on the screen behind you? The Big Scottish Football Podcast podcast. So would you like questions about European football and the everything. Big Scottish football? A
2: mixture of everything would be nice. Just Wait, to would mix you up you like a other
0: sports perchance? Would you like them in there as well? Will we just no. forget about the Scottish, forget about football. We we'll just do questions about anything. Just then, football just football the you world's
2: don't... a small place we love the Champions League we love European football World Cups
0: qualifiers you name it Stephen would you like questions about Scottish football as yeah, well yeah I mean, I mean um,
1: either, either way I mean I'm going to
0: win so <laughs> right, really okay. hard, well, so. for next week and just Good. for you I will make Mix it a it up. variety of football across the world okay brilliant right you don't know what you're asking for we'll wait and find out what happens next week good okay here we go right, five, okay. qu- five
1: questions alternate questions and of course we've got the top bin question that is worth two points as well You could have used it last week but he was already halfway home so um, mm. flick your coin oh yes flick your coin sorry it's, it's me <laughs> to call this
2: week isn't
1: it yeah it is heads no you hit it there yeah I
2: know
0: but it's landed on heads Yeah, so that means it's fine. So I'll go first. Right, okay, you're going first, Stephen. Yes, I'll go first. Right, okay, brilliant. Here we go, then. Nice and easy. To start you off, Stephen, name any Celtic player to have won the Player's Player of the Year award twice. Any Celtic player to have won it twice, and that's the Player's Player of the Year award. Uh, What are you doing, you? I'm
2: shaking orange juice, because I'm I'm just getting myself ready for this, because I need to win today.
0: You don't get this on any game show, someone's shaking their orange juice. Just... Has
2: it got bits in it? Aye. I love mm-hmm. juicy bits. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: oh really? Mm, You're bad. a smooth kind of guy. Um, I'm between
1: two or three players here. I'm between Kyogo, McGregor and Forrest. <coughs> so I'm going to go and a say... I don't know. I'll go James Forrest.
0: James Forrest. Yeah. Oh. Saved. Get down. Yes. You could have had Scott Brown or Henrik Larson. Is that the only two? Yeah. See, I
1: thought you meant current shut up. Celtic players. Oh, shut up. did he say that? But did he say the current? He never said
2: current. He just said Celtic players. <sighs> right, come on. Not,
0: I'm, I'm not going to moan. I'm not a moaner. Right, like okay. I'm not a moaner. Okay. Okay, like right, team. Ewan. Deep breath. Go on. Who was the last Rangers manager to beat Celtic at Parkhead?
1: It's not Philip Clamond. I'll give you that.
0: Did Gerard win at Spark?
2: Gerard. I'm going to go Gerard.
0: Gerard, final answer.
2: Final answer. <laughs> Get it. One nil up. Well done. You in? I'm right. On, I'm, on, I'm on it today. I'm absolutely on it. I can sense You're it. You're fucking on. It. With it. I'm concentrated. See I'm focusing. My
0: question, sharp. Sure. Johnny Russell currently plays for which MLS side? Johnny Russell, Scotland <sighs> international. What MLS side does he play with?
2: He's moved between a couple of teams in recent years.
0: Mm, I don't know if he has. Really. Oh, is he not? Is he not?
2: I like Johnny Russell. I always liked him as a player. <sighs>
0: Remember That's the days he was our main man for Scotland. I genuinely don't know. Do you um, know um, is, it, is he? Is playing? it Columbus Crew? Columbus Crew. Final answer.
1: Yeah.
2: And Marshall is, oh, is Columbus Crew, not where, what's his name is? Are we, are we a midfielder?
0: Don't know. What's oh, the answer? heart's point, the it's uh, Kansas City. Sporting Kansas City. I wouldn't have got that. No. no go. Right, come on, go 2-0 up. <laughs> oh, Ewan, this is oh, Eddie oh, Heights oh, for you, by the way. Go on. Right, Ewan. Yeah. Name any of the two players who are currently top scorers in the Scottish Championship. Two players currently on seven goals in the Scottish Championship. Can you name one of them? I genuinely don't know. Your team to the championship, I, I, I know. Steven! Uh, uh, we've, n- we've not scored many goals no. this season, so. Well, may it continue. Ewan's lower league knowledge coming into play here, of course.
2: Which is not great, nope. if I'm being honest. <sighs> What's the Partick a Boys' name? Brian? Brian Graham.
1: That's his name. His name is Brian Graham.
2: <laughs> I'm not trying to study you up. Yeah, I know it's Brian Graham. Why did you just tell me that? Because I couldn't figure out what the second name was.
0: The it's definitely up.
2: not him, though. Someone I can think of. Who's the main striker at Dundee United? They've not scored that many goals, have they? Oh, God, this is such well, a good question.
0: Do you
2: you'd have scored that many goals. Shut up, John. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to have to go away... Oh god. Shit. Raiders scoring goals for fun as well just now. I'm gonna go with Mullen.
0: Mullen? (laughs) Mullen. Mullen! (laughs) Right, okay. You're going going with Mullen, dude. No, I'm gonna go. (laughs) Have you got a first name for Mullen in a TV play
2: spot? I'm gonna go with Graham at Partick Thistle.
0: Brian Graham at Partick Thistle? Yeah. you could have had Brian Graham or Rudy Payton the two options both on seven goals I in the championship. I can't believe he gave me Graham I can't believe it. gave <laughs> I me
2: mean, I, I probably would have got there eventually because he he's quite that old as well I that
0: plays for you thinking about Wrexham that boy Paul Mullen that plays for Wrexham no, what's his
1: name is it no Josh Mullen
2: that ah, plays for yeah, 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 yeah. that's, ah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking yeah, okay. anyway Brian got some 2-0 up yeah, that's a, right for
0: Stephen question 3 for Stephen in what country is own coil currently managing in? India. Ah,
2: oh, that's right. See, point on you, board. he needs to get that. Oh, you could have done
0: double points. Right, okay, 2-1. Okay, right, 2-1. You in? Yeah. How many league titles has Greg Taylor won?
2: <sighs> oh, that's a great question. Did he leave Kilmarnock under... Stevie Clark or did he leave after Stevie Clark five final answer
0: five
1: final
0: answer
1: it was three three yeah Oh, no. Stevie Stevie Clark became Scotland manager in 2019, I think. Was it 19? I thought thought 18. Mm -hmm. I think it was 2019, was it? I think it was 2019. Did he leave after Stevie Clark then? And then I think he was at Kilmarnock for a wee bit. Yeah. I I, I thought 18. I seem to remember Taylor (sighs) playing against Belgium. And we got beat in Belgium and I was like, we're playing Kilmarnock's life back against Belgium. Um, And that was when Belgium were at their best. So... Shit. And then, uh, and then obviously he wouldn't have won the title. No, nah, no. Nah, so anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, anyway. two,
2: right. 2
1: 1, question 4.
2: Let's okay.
0: this to equalise. Yeah. Here you go, Stephen. Which current Rangers player has the most international caps? Which current Rangers player has the most international caps?
1: Stephen Davis.
2: <laughs> That's a brilliant shout. That is That's my very only good.
1: my only concern. There was whether he'd retired or not. Yeah,
0: I don't know what the situation was because he obviously in came moment. in
1: as interim manager.
0: Yeah, is he still? He's, cause I think he's still in the squad. He still, still registers a, as, a he's a still registered yeah. as a player. He still has. registers as yeah, yeah. a player. Equaliser for me. The pressure is on uh, you and Cameron. This that is, is his the, fourth question. He'll he squish this one, I think. Oh, it.
2: mm. So where the way they draw?
0: It's the, way yeah, the cookie comes? Exactly. who is the longest-serving manager in the Scottish Premiership? Ewan. Oh, he hasn't hes not going to squish this. Look at his face.
2: <laughs> the longest-serving manager in the Scottish Premiership.
1: Yeah. No clues, John. It's not Rodgers. It's not Lee Smith. Montgomery.
2: Is it McInnes? Maybe McInnes. It's not Tony Dock. Oh.
0: Uh, What are you doing? uh, 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 uh,
2: So this is for me to go 3-2 up? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Martindale. Final
0: answer. Martindale, final answer. Livingston, boss.
2: Yes! Fucking yes! Get down 3-2 up. Question five. If you get this wrong, Stephen,
0: I'm a winner! Or he could. Go for the top bench. I'll just go for the normal question. Are you sure? Yep. <sighs> okay. Steve. Please get it wrong. <laughs> in what year oh. did Aberdeen oh. last win the League Cup? Oh Twenty fourteen. Oh. <laughs> wow! Straight off the
1: bat, that is quite impressive. They beat Inverness in the final on exactly. penalties. I was there in the Inverness end with Gary Spence. There you go. Three, three, Here we go. Question five to at, win it. It was at Celtic Park because the Commonwealth I, I don't care.
2: I really don't care what you were doing in 2014 and who you were with. It's irrelevant right now because I have a question to
0: win I mean, this week's shoot. Shut your face. This is
1: going to be some ludic- ludicrous question. Like, Shh, what, sh- what's Ewan's middle name? Or something like-
0: right, you ready, Ewan. Go on, mate, to win it. Name any host country of the 2030 World Cup. What? Name any host country... Of the twenty thirty World Cup. Uh. <laughs> what's that noise again? You in? Uh, is that? No, but uh, but,
1: uh, but... Uh, no, no, no. Is that not
2: what? what's Scotland? Ho- no, what are we hosting? We England. That's
0: oh fuck. That's the Euros, is it? No. Go and ask me that question again. Name any host country of the twenty thirty World Cup. Who's hosting it next?
2: I'm not telling you, and
0: neither's oh, John. I'm,
2: I won't tell you that. No, that's. Oh my yeah, God. God! I don't even know who's hosting it next. <laughs> and is it being shared in
0: twenty thirty? Yes.
2: But can't it be in Europe? When what was when, what was the last World Cup? Qatar. Qatar? Is it being shared amongst Oceania? Oh, it's, what are you doing to me, man? Is it been shared in Asia? Oh, it can't be because it was Qatar. Qatar's part of the Asian Confederation. Can it be Qatar? No, it can't, no, can't it be that area. No, hold on. No, it can't be. Oh, my. It's not. Can it be. Is it Europe? Is it Europe next?
0: Just got, answer the
2: we've questions. Roger lunch to get you, and you know what I mean. Come on, you. Quite on. hungry. So Asia'll come round again, and a few more World Cups. It won't be that soon. We've got quite a lot of work on it at the moment. Oceania? No, nah, it be is, is can't it be Oceania. It's Australia, and that can be. He's got a radio show to do. Ocea- mm. o- Australia pulled out of um, hosting the Commonwealth Games. Can it be them? Do so you have too much th- of the weekend, Stephen?
1: Just dreading this moment.
2: I'm going s- <laughs> to. South America, When did when did Brazil last host the World Cup? And they got pumped by Germany. Was that two eighteen? Oh no, it was Russia and two
0: eighteen. See oh, when no! you see these game shows, when they ask you ask two fourteen was Brazil, two
2: eighteen was Russia,
0: twenty two was Qatar. Yes. Right, I'm going to say USA. USA. Final answer. Yes. You sure? Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, no!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stephen. They're hosting
1: the next one yeah. alongside Mexico and Canada. 2030, there's some ludicrous
0: thing where it's Argentina, Uruguay. Now, they are commemorative hosts. They're not the actual hosts. So the three countries, Argentina, Paraguay and Uruguay, are, have got games. But the actual hosts, you could have a choice of Spain, Portugal or Morocco, You and Spain, Portugal, Morocco. <laughs> tie break. It goes to the tie break. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm so bad at these.
0: Yeah, and you've won, got I... a very good record, according to the stats. Yes, I've won all the tie breaks that we've had. Right. Okay. Shit, both can... of you, go write on. your answers down for this. Right. Yeah. Go on. How many times have Hearts, Hibs, and Aberdeen combined lost the Scottish Cup final? Lost lost the Scottish Cup final Hearts, Hibs and Aberdeen combined between the three teams <laughs> One <I'm> question <laughs> In the in history In the history How many times have they lost the Scottish Cup final Hearts, Hibs and Aberdeen And you've definitely got the answer I've to that I've got this. the answer in front of me Both of you have to write it down
2: <sighs> oh, what a question that is I mean, it's, I mean it's going to be potluck isn't it combined all three clubs combined that's
0: how these questions work I've written my answer down write your answer right. down here. are you happy yeah okay both of you unveil your answer wait wait, please. we haven't written down anything right. yet. Yeah. hurry up write down your answer
2: combined uh-huh. losing Scottish Cup that finals. means added up yeah I know what that means Steve so I'm going to write it down right now
0: Right. Okay. okay, hold your <laughs> you're up to the camera. Right, right. right. after three, three two, two, one. Three, 22. I've said
2: 14. 14 is my answer. Right. You said 22. I think
1: Hibs have lost like nine finals or something. I think Hibs have lost loads of finals, and I think Hearts have lost loads of finals. I, th- I, I think <sighs> it's probably around that you and you're saying 14 yeah. but i might be wrong because i'm rubbish at these so john what's the answer
0: one of is eight out yeah. and the person that's eight out from the actual answer which is dirty is stephen mill he's what a tiebreaker everyone won a
1: tiebreaker yes come on 12-5 i was down and out i was two 0 down i pulled it back you shat your pants And then I won it. There we go, lovely stuff. He gets off the headphones. He's away and a half again. So there we are. Everybody's happy now, and I am the victor again. I've I've broken the hoodoo of the tiebreakers. He's away get his bag. Here it comes. There's the bag. Hold up the bag. There it is.
2: That was. 14 I've I think about what a stupid answer like oh, that
1: was, was a stupid answer uh, Ross County, Motherwell Aberdeen, Kilmarnock Celtic, Hebson, St. Johnson St Mirren, Hearts Rangers and we've got the Wraith Rovers Partick Thistle Friday Night Football that has been us for the Big Scottish Football Podcast a huge thank you to all of you for listening and watching wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you watch us on YouTube as well remember leave your comments, leave your comments. Uh, Clyde1SSB hit the wee bell button so you get notified each time a new episode drops as well wherever you subscribe so uh, Clyde on super scoreboard on all this week we're back to the big Saturday football show everywhere else on Saturday at Big football, Scott on Twitter you can get involved for Scottish football's harder hardest question what's the link between Columbo and Charlie Adam let us know in the comments on YouTube and we'll hopefully not reveal the answer next week starts up sell with Lammers with Lawrence with Cantwell it's all up to you at Big Football Scott we're back next Monday no, well, well, for another episode bye bye he's in the half. cheery bye now see you later bye bye enjoy your week